Greetings in Jesus precious name. Welcome back to the Revive Nation stream. This is our Wednesday night service and we are the nevertheless generation, a generation of men and women who love the Lord, sons and daughters that are part of this beautiful family, dreaming, desiring and working towards revival. And you and I we are here because we honor we acknowledge and we love the voice of God we wouldn't have been here if the voice of God was an option for us we are here because we are rooted in the voice of God and we continue to desire more of his voice you know our father he taught us in depth on the things that stop us from accessing that voice the wats in our ears the stubbornness of our hearts that and loves the lord to not give us access into his heart into his voice i pray and i hope that that would serve as a firm warning for many of us that uh, are in the journey of wanting more and more of god's voice we shouldn't take this life for granted even for a single day we shouldn't take our walk with god for granted for even a single season of our lives it is necessary that we pursue after god with everything with a believing heart and with a hungry desire and quest for more and more of his presence and more and more of his voice you know we are blessed to have a father a prophet who would make the scriptures simple and easy for us to understand we would see that jesus did the same thing for the two disciples on their way to emmaus that jesus came and he opened their eyes he explained the scriptures to them we are blessed to have a man of god who would do that for us you know the fact still remains that the reason jesus did come is because these two they were discussing about jesus they were talking about what was happening in the city and in the nation in that season and one of the best ways that you can attract the voice of god in your life the help from the lord in your life is you're going to be constantly engaging with the word on a daily basis you can do that on your facebook twitter instagram posts you can do that when you're on that occasional chat with your friend or on a phone call with a family member you have to go back to the word that we received last week and 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 try to find out what am i missing what is it that i didn't pay enough attention to how can we multiply the seeds that have been sown into our spirit and take it to the next level and we have to be people that are going to be engaging with the word constantly if we engage with the word the word will multiply the revelations will increase the lord will use our man of god to give us more in-depth understanding take us even more deeper the next week have you felt that every week we are going a little more deeper that every week we have a greater access into the presence of god into the heart of god into the voice of god have you felt that your life is being transformed changed renewed on a weekly basis it's because the lord has been using our man of god to give us a greater glory a greater glimpse a greater understanding to us every passing week may we be the thankful generation may we be the grateful people of god who are not just going to receive but who are going to obey the word who are not just going to listen but who are going to go and reproduce that word to somebody else who can be blessed by the same as well here on wednesday nights we've been studying the end times and we began studying about the one world government the the mark of the beast we we spoke about the signs of the end times and today i'd like to touch a little bit on the nation of israel during the end times it's necessary that we study about the nation of israel because they are going to be the center of everything that happens on the earth during the last days now 
When I say the nation of Israel, I'm not necessarily referring to the country of Israel. The country of Israel may be a physical country in the Middle East where, uh, you know, the people of Israel, they call it their homeland and and the place is definitely significant. And yet I'm not just talking about the political country called Israel, because if you go to Israel, there are so many people who are in Israel that are not necessarily Jewish. And yet all over the world, there are so many Jews who are not necessarily Israelis, but they are still Jews. They are not necessarily part of a political country called Israel. And yet they are Jews. They are the people that God referred to in scriptures as as his people. And it's very necessary that we understand what the nation of Israel holds and and how they are going to be used by the Lord to usher in the presence of Jesus, to usher in the the voice of God, to to bring in the second coming of Jesus. Now, we can study on this for a really, really long time and still not exhausted because uh, all the Old Testament prophets and even in the New Testament, there is so much reference to in-depth understanding on the nation of Israel and what they will do and how they'll be. And what we're going to try and do is pick up a couple of passages from the scripture and uh, study the timeline and the events that may happen in that timeline according to our interpretation of God's word. We are open to letting the Lord continue to teach us and mold us and show us, give us more in-depth understanding of the times and the seasons. You know, at this point, I cannot go forward without acknowledging all the other sons and daughters of our prophet who have been tuning in week after week, even on these Wednesday nights, to receive the word of God. Now, many of these brothers of mine, they are so much more well-versed with scriptures and even with end times and the study of the book of Revelation than I am. And yet they are humble enough to join along with me to study the scriptures. I mean, I know that it's it's definitely a sign of their humility and their hunger and their pursuit of God's presence and his voice. And I salute you guys for that. Thank you for being part of this stream. And thank you for continuing to learn what God is speaking to us. I'm going to go back into the place of being under the grace of my father and uh, and just share what I'm going to share this morning or afternoon or evening, whichever time of the day you are tuning in. Let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 9 and verse 24. The Bible says that there is going to be a period of 70 sets of seven, which has been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish their rebellion, to put an end to their sin, to atone for their guilt, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to confirm the prophetic vision and to anoint the most holy place. So I hope that you understand what it says. It says that there is going to be a period of 70 sets of seven. Jesus spoke about something similar when he said that you have to forgive 70 times seven. And the prophet Daniel, he says that there is going to be a period of 70 sets of seven, which is 70 times seven. That is 490 years till the uh, people of God, that is the nation of Israel and the city of God, the holy city, city of Jerusalem, will finish their rebellion. You know that historically, the nation of Israel has known to be a rebellious city. The city of Jerusalem has known to be a rebellious city. And you would see this referred to in the uh, writings, secular and Christian writings of the days around the prophet Daniel. And uh, uh, there would be so much of rebellion that they had in their hearts and their, the, in their minds, even towards the things of God, even towards the political uh, kings that they were submitted to. They were constantly rebelling. They were constantly fighting and going against everything that was in the system. 
and it says that at the end of this 70 times 7 period, which is about 490 years, it says that there will be an end to their rebellion and an end to their sin and it will be the time to atone for their guilt. This is definitely talking about the death of Jesus. Atonement for sin, it, you don't have to. If you're talking about the Old Testament way of the Day of Atonement, that would happen every year. But this is speaking about a permanent atonement for their guilt. And that has to happen when Jesus would die for them on the cross. And it goes on to say that there will be a day when it will bring in everlasting righteousness, which is a day that has not yet come because you still see unrighteousness in the nation of Israel, the people group of Israel, the city of Jerusalem. You still see a lot of unrighteousness. So that's not something that has already taken place. So this is talking about a time frame when all of this has to happen. The prophetic vision, it needs to be confirmed. And the uh, most holy place, it will be anointed one more time, right? Now, let's understand what Daniel is saying. In the next few verses, we'll get a better perspective to the same. In verse 25, he says, Now listen and understand. Seven sets of seven plus 62 sets of seven will pass from the time the command is given to rebuild Jerusalem until the, the ruler, until a ruler, the anointed one comes. So Daniel is speaking about a period of uh, seven sets of seven years and a period of 62 sets of seven years, which is about 434 years and 49 years. The first 49 years, he says it's going to be a time when Jerusalem will be rebuilt and then there is going to be a waiting period of about 434 years till the anointed one comes. Now, it says that the beginning of this period is going to be the day that the order is given or the command is given to rebuild Jerusalem. That was in BC 436 approximately. During the days of Nehemiah, it's recorded in Nehemiah chapter 2 and the dates are mentioned there. And if you calculate, you would find that it was exactly 483 years from that day till the days of Jesus. And the, the exact day of Jesus, it's also mentioned. But what happens during the first 49 years? It says Jerusalem will be rebuilt with streets and strong defenses despite the perilous times. So in spite of all the opposition and the challenges and everything, during the season, the city of Jerusalem is going to be rebuilt. The people of Israel are going to come back to the city. Not all of them, but a lot of them are going to come back into the city despite the perilous times. Verse 26, it says, And after this period of 62 sets of seven, that is, after the 434 years, the anointed one, he will be killed, appearing to have accomplished nothing, and a ruler will arise, whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. So, it's talking about a period of 432, four years after the first 49 years of rebuilding the city is over another 434 years and it says after that period the anointed one or our messiah jesus he will be killed and it the description is given it says when he is killed he will appear to have not accomplished anything you know, the people of Israel, they were expecting this amazing ruler who will come and bring peace, who will bring the whole world to respect the nation of Israel and surrender and submit to the kingdom of God. And when Jesus came to the earth, he did the exact opposite. He just said, my kingdom is not of this world. And he taught things that 
were blasphemous for the Jewish ears because he told them, if somebody slaps you on one cheek, why don't you give them the other cheek also? If somebody steals from you, let them go ahead and take more advantage of you. You, you bless those who persecute you. That's what Jesus taught them. So in the eyes of the Israelites or the Jewish people, when they saw the Messiah being killed, the anointed one, the Christ being killed, they, they of course thought that he has accomplished nothing. And Daniel, he is seeing all of this in a vision hundreds of years before the incident would take place. And he's saying the anointed one, he will come and he will be killed and he will, and it would look like he has not accomplished anything at all. And then it says, as a result of it, another ruler will arise whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. Now, you know that Jesus prophesied about it too. He said that after I go, a king will come who will destroy the whole city of Jerusalem. Stone will not be left upon stones. In fact, on the way to his crucifixion, he looked at the people of Israel and he told them, you got to weep for yourselves. Don't weep for me because uh, the, the judgment that is waiting for you is terrible. It is great. And several times Jesus would look at the city of Jerusalem and he would read or understand the prophecies that Daniel spoke about in Daniel chapter 9 verse 24 onwards. And he will weep over the city and he would say, Oh, how I wish that you would respond to me. But because they did not respond to Jesus, it says, after, the, after Jesus is killed, after the anointed one is killed, a ruler will arise whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. Now, if you calculate the number of years from the time the command was given for the city to be rebuilt to this point where Jesus would be uh, killed, that would be exactly 483 Jewish years. The Jewish years are usually a few days lesser than our English calendar. Uh, they comprise of uh, 360 days. And that will be exactly 483 years from the time that the order was given to rebuild Jerusalem in Nehemiah chapter 2. Now, see, anybody with a calculator can sit and calculate to the very day and the very time of Jesus' coming, his death, and the destruction of the city and the nation of Israel. Because the prophecy of Daniel was written way before Jesus came. So anybody who had a diligent heart to read and understand, they would not be caught by surprise when Jesus comes. They would not be amazed or they would not be uh, in, in that place where they are unaware of what is happening. And yet, you would see that majority of the religious scholars, they missed that. And that is where we have to approach the word of God with great humility and hunger at the same time, desiring to understand the second coming of Jesus with a deep hunger and a deep heart of humility, where we say, Lord, we, we acknowledge that we don't know everything, and yet we desire to know it. And yet we desire to open up the things that you have concealed for kings to uh, open up. The Bible says that it's the glory of God to conceal things and it's the glory of kings to discover them, to bring it out, to bring light into those areas that is hidden. You and I, that's what we are doing on this Wednesday night streams and what we are trying to do is dig the scriptures with humility, with hunger, with a desire to see what God says about his people, about his return, about his kingdom in his scripture. Now, going back to what Daniel said, he said there is going to be a 70 sets of 7, which is 490 years, out of which the first 49 is going to be the first set. The next 434 years, which is 62 sets, is going to be the, is going to be the second period. And then there is going to be a last 7-year period. 
So 7 plus 62 is 69. And then there is this 70th week or the 70th set of 7 years, which is our focus for the end time. And Daniel would explain about that time in verse 26. And it says, the end will come with a flood and war and its miseries are decreed from that time to the very end. The miseries of the end, they're going to be decreed from that time. Which time? The time when the anointed one will be killed. And before Jesus died, he he actually explained to the disciples all the signs of the end times. We read about them last week. And it says the end will come with a flood and war and the miseries around that time they are going to be written down decreed explained for us to understand from that time to the very end so there is going to be a a a break between the the 62 sets of seven and the last set of seven and it goes on to say in verse 27 the ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. This ruler is nobody else but the guy that we've been talking about in the One World Government series where he is the ruler of the One World Government, the beast, the Antichrist. And it says this ruler, he will make a treaty with the people of God for a period of one set of seven, for seven years, he's going to sign a peace treaty with them. You remember, there was an anointed one that came and died appearing to have done nothing. So there was something that the Jewish people have always been looking for. They've been looking for a man who will bring peace, a man who will establish Israel establish the kingdom of Israel, the kingdom of God through the nation of Israel. Even during the days of Jesus, the disciples at several times, they would come to Jesus and ask, is it now that you're going to restore the kingdom of Israel? Is it now that you're going to establish Israel? Is it now that you're going to finally become king and take over the whole nation and through this nation conquer other kingdoms of the world? Is it now? Is it now? And Jesus would just shy away from that saying, no, it's, it's, this, is not, this is not how you think it is. This, the kingdom, my kingdom is not the kingdom of this world. And it's not yet time. And here comes another guy, a ruler, who is going to offer the people of Israel the same thing that they were expecting from the Messiah. The same peace. You remember last week we studied about the rider on the white horse. The guy who is going to come and uh, with his coming, he is going to win a lot of victories. And that will be a picture of false messiahs that will arise in the last days. And this messiah that the people of Israel will experience is this ruler who will make a treaty with the nation for seven year period. And in this treaty, Some things that are going to be part of this treaty is definitely that the nation of Israel is going to have peace on all sides. Uh, Her borders are going to be secured and the the city of Jerusalem is going to be uh, in the control under the rulership of the ruler or the Antichrist. The city of Jerusalem will not be under Israeli government. The city of Jerusalem will be under the rulership of this Antichrist. And because the city of Jerusalem will be under the rulership of Antichrist, he will have the authority to dictate what happens in that city. And thus, he will make sure that the temple is rebuilt. He will make sure that the altar is rebuilt. He will make sure that the sacrifices and the offerings, they are allowed to continue, allowed to happen one more time. And it says in verse 27, but after half this time, that is half the seven year period, this guy, the ruler, he will put an end to the sacrifices and offerings, which means that he had already begun it at one point, but now he will end the sacrifices and offerings. And then we read about the climax of his terrible deeds. He will 
set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration until the fate decreed for this defiler is finally poured out on him more on that we will talk later but the point i want to drive across is that israel they look up to this ruler as a messiah the the people of israel the nation of israel not just the country of israel jews from all over the world they are going to rely upon this antichrist as their messiah as their helper as a person that that has been ordained or sent by god to help them and they are going to do everything possible to rely on this guy to to be french with this guy to to have the favor with this guy so when you find people that are standing with israel and are fighting for israel and are making sure that israel is uh, having peace with all the people around them that is not necessarily a good sign although that is what we want that is going to usher in the end time that is going to bring the last days where after which jesus is going to come on the earth uh, we sometimes think that that is a good sign that somebody is bringing peace and help to israel then that's a good thing uh, it may look like a good thing on the outside but we should always be aware of those false messiahs who are going to take credit for the work of god for the people of israel see anytime a guy takes credit and says i will make this happen or i will make sure that israel is fine that is a very dangerous place because that is the sign according to the bible of the antichrist because this guy is going to make a treaty with them but the other thing is that this guy his focus is going to be jerusalem and he is going to require rights and access to the city of jerusalem see jerusalem has been a much debated city for generations for all throughout history and the only way that the city of jerusalem is going to have peace is if it's neither with the israelis nor is it with the islamic world if this one world government takes control of the city of jerusalem and the one world government allows equal access for israelis and for the people of the islamic world it's only then that we will see that the city of jerusalem can be in peace and we will see a picture of that in the book of revelation chapter 11 verse 2 let me read verse 2 it says but do not measure the outer courtyard for it has been turned over to the nations they will trample the holy city for 42 months so it's talking about the first three and a half year period in the seven year treaty and it says that uh, the city of jerusalem not the whole nation of israel but the city specifically the city of jerusalem will be trampled by the nations for 42 months that is three and a half years for 42 months this city will be under the rulership or under the control of the nations or the one world government or the ruler of the one world government that's going to be essentially part of the treaty the peace treaty that will be signed that would require for the people of israel to trust him so very much that they will hand over jerusalem the rights of jerusalem to this uh, ruler for a period of 7 years and the first 3 and a half years they're going to trample over the city they're going to they're going to take the city for a ride that's what the bible says and because the whole nation of israel at this point is now trusting in this one man all the people all the jews all over the world they are now trusting in this one man they are being deceived by this one guy and they are being lied to and there is a false agenda going behind the scenes that they are unaware of god in his great sovereignty he is going to raise up two prophets let's read about that in revelation chapter 11 verse 3 it says and i will give power 
to my two witnesses and they will be clothed in burlap and will prophesy during those 1260 days so it's talking about this 3 and a half year period or this 42 months or this uh, 1260 days during which these two witnesses will arise they will be clothed in burlap but they are going to prophesy during that time so what is the purpose of this prophecy or what is the need for this prophecy it's because the whole nation of israel have gone astray there's never been a time like this from the beginning of time till now when the entire nation of israel was deceived in such great measure that would require the need for the prophetic ministry the need for the prophets to come and prophesy during those 3 and a half years verse 4 it says these two prophets are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the lord of all the earth so let me add a little bit about the prophetic ministry here It says that these guys they are like the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of all the earth so prophets are not just the ones that stand before kings prophets are the ones that stand before the Lord they are the ones that are constantly sitting in the presence of God and interceding for their people standing in the gap for their sins making sure that the nation doesn't get what they truly deserve and we would read about these two prophets even in the book of zechariah and it says that these guys they are standing before the lord of all the earth so they are t- they are people who've been there for a while okay and it says and if anyone tries to harm them fire flashes from their mouths and consumes their enemies this is how anyone who tries to harm them must die see i i love the fact that these two prophets they are not the ones that you can take for granted or you cannot mess with them they mean business and and the bible says that if you try to harm them if you try to hurt them they going to open their mouth and whatever comes out of their mouth will be like fire that will ruin your life that will destroy you that will judge you that will bring down the fire of god upon your life it says in verse 6 that they have the power to shut the sky so that no rain will fall for as long as they prophesy now this reminds me of elijah you remember that Elijah went to Ahab during a time like this when the whole nation of Israel were living in massive deception under Ahab and Jezebel and he said unless i speak nor will there be any rain or dew till the time i say so and it says and they also have the power to turn the rivers and ocean into blood who who could that be that sounds to me like moses in the egypt where he is taking a uh, he is speaking up a fight with the pharaoh the one world government leader of his time he is speaking up a fight with him and the bible says that he he turned all the water into blood even water that was stored in vessels everything turned into blood and it says and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they wished so this is speaking about the two prophets in the bible who actually lived this lifestyle who shut the heavens and who uh, turned water into blood or who brought so many plagues on the earth moses and elijah i personally believe that they that this is moses and elijah that is literally moses and elijah and some people think that they may not necessarily be the two moses and elijah it could be two movements or or it could be two people who have the same grace or the same spirit of elijah like john the baptist he had the spirit of elijah uh, so there are some people who 
say that it could be different people but i personally believe that it has to be moses and elijah and again i may be wrong you know that's just my personal interpretation and belief from this particular scripture that it has to be moses and elijah and it says in verse 7 when they complete their testimony what is their testimony they are testifying to the goodness of god they are testifying to the deception of the enemy day and night they are standing in the streets of jerusalem and they are preaching to the jews and they are hoping that somebody will listen to them somebody will repent somebody will return back to god's love and it says many people would did try to harm them but when they did try to harm them they couldn't because fire would go out from their mouth and consume them but when they completed their testimony when they had finished their assignment here on earth the beast that comes up out of the bottomless pit he will declare war against them and he will conquer them and consequently even kill them the fact that they couldn't have authority over moses and elijah till they completed their testimony till they completed their assignment here on earth you and i we have to live with that kind of confidence my dear friends that no matter what happens until my assignment is completed i will not die my enemies will not be able to touch me they may try to harm me but fire will go out from my mouth and will consume the work of the enemy it will not give way for my destruction they cannot destroy me but i can destroy their works you and i we have to live with that kind of confidence you know jesus told the disciples hey my time has not yet come and because my time has not yet come these guys they can't do anything to me you know several times they tried to kill jesus do you did you did you know that the crucifixion was not the only attempt to kill jesus they they tried to push him off a cliff they tried to stone him at one point they tried to just mob him and kill him in all of that because his time had not yet come jesus escaped jesus couldn't be killed he was untouchable till his time on earth till his assignment on the earth had been completed only when the assignment was finished was he allowed to be conquered or hurt or physically killed and so this is something that you and i have to take as an encouragement i often share this with our church here and this is in fact borrowed from another man of god your assignment is your argument with death it is your assignment that you if you hold on to your assignment if you are intentional in uh, fulfilling the call of god over your life that is going to serve as your argument with death when you face death face to face head on there's one thing that you can speak and that's that hey my time is not done yet my work is not done yet until the time my work is not done yet i am not going to die my assignment is my argument it is my protection against death and so it was for these guys it says when they completed their testimony the antichrist himself couldn't kill them till they finished their testimony till they completed their testimony but once they completed their testimony it says the beast that comes out of the bottomless pit will declare war against them and he will conquer them and kill them conquer and then will kill them and their bodies it says will lie in the main street of jerusalem the city that is figuratively called sodom and egypt the city where their lord was crucified can you imagine moses and elijah they called jesus as their lord even though they preceded jesus they still called jesus as their lord there is nobody that doesn't submit to jesus for even if they were born before after during his time jesus is lord of everybody and the bible says that these two prophets their bodies their 
their destroyed mutilated bodies will lie in the main street of Jerusalem now their ministry was primarily in Jerusalem because the their object of ministry the, the the people group that they were assigned to preach to were israelis were jewish people and that is why when they do die they will die in jerusalem in the main street in jerusalem and it says that is where the lord was also crucified verse 9 it says and for three and a half days all peoples tribes languages and nations will stare at their bodies all people this means that these guys everything that they are doing is going to be live streamed on instagram telegram wherever we are today they they are going to be talking about it. it's going to be all over the world and for three and a half days all peoples on the earth all the tribes on the earth all languages and nations on the earth they are going to stare at their dead bodies and yet because of this one world government no one will be allowed to bury them and it says verse 10 all the people who belong to this world will now gloat over them and give presents to each other to celebrate the death of the two prophets who had tormented them so this uh, is talking about so much of celebration happening on social media saying hey these guys are dead they are gone they these guys who were such a pain for us who constantly uh, condemned us who was against everything that we did these two guys are dead and they are going to literally party here on the earth for days for the three and a half days that their dead bodies will be lying on the streets on the main street of Jerusalem but it says but after three and a half days this is what would happen God breathed life into them and suddenly they stood up and terror struck all who were staring at them and then a loud voice from heaven called to these two prophets come up here and they rose to heaven in a cloud as their enemies watched now this is going to be major embarrassing event for the antichrist for the beast for the uh, the the ruler of the one world government because he was trying his best he's done everything possible to hurt them but he wasn't successful till their ministry on earth was completed and once their ministry was completed once their assignment was completed the bible says they had the power to conquer and to kill him right after three and a half days these guys came back to life and that was extremely hurtful it says that the whole world was struck with terror now this terror was applicable to ordinary common people living in jerusalem and even rich people the wealthy the educated and going all the way up to the ruler of the one world government the beast the antichrist himself it is going to be extremely hurtful and embarrassing to him and that is why he is going to go full fledged in his attack against the people of israel after this point the next 3 and a half years is going to be really bad if the lord permits us we'd study that in the next week and we would see what the antichrist would do to hurt the nation of israel and how the antichrist would retaliate against the people of israel But for now these are the few things that we need to remember that the first three and a half year period is going to be a major time of deception for the entire nation of Israel and as a result we will see the rise of the prophets the prophetic ministry during the first three and a half year period and we will see how these prophets 
in my opinion they are going to be Elijah and Moses how they're going to be calling out the sins of the Jewish nation how they're going to expose the deception of the antichrist how they're going to defend themselves and the words that they speak and how they are going to do great signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth just to prove that what they are saying is truly from god and in fact even when they rise up from the dead that is going to be a proof for so many people that their message was truly from the lord and we also saw that the nation of israel is going to have this peace treaty with the antichrist because of which the uh, city of jerusalem will be handed over to the one world government and the nations of the earth will trample over the holy city over the city of jerusalem so in all of this the thing that we need to do intentionally is to pray that our jewish brothers and sisters they will see the light that they will not be deceived by the enemy you know this deception is definitely inevitable this has to happen as part and parcel of god's sovereign plan for the end time and yet we can constantly pray for those that we know the ones that we can connect to the ones that we have a relationship with and believe that they will be spared off of this deception that they will be spared off of this uh, great time of uh, submitting to the antichrist and being loyal to the antichrist and falling in line to follow the antichrist would you believe it if i say this that the jewish nation of israel will be the most loyal nation to this one world government will be the most loyal subjects to this antichrist at least in the first three and a half years that's going to be the story before the antichrist would show off his true color and that would change everything from there on so if the lord permits us we're going to study this in a little more detail next week and we would study what would happen in the second uh, three and a half year period i'm so glad that you got to join us this morning on the stream do let us know what is it that the lord is inspiring your spirit as you read out these scriptures what is it that the lord is asking you to pray for what is it that the lord is uh, building a passion and a desire in your heart for what is it that god wants you to do specifically to stand with the nation of israel to pray for them to uh, to evangelize to them to bring the message of the gospel the only way that anybody can be spared from deception in the last days is if they trust in the truth if they have given their life to jesus if they if their eyes are open to see the light of god and my hope and my prayer is that you and i will be instruments channels uh, ambassadors of jesus christ in our day and time so that so many people that are supposed to be deceived by the enemy in the last days their eyes will be opened and they will escape that great deception that is coming so let's pray for this let's believe together as a church as a family as the revived nations a uh, family all over the world that the nation of Israel will see a great revival that the nation of Israel the people of Israel all over the world that are scattered all over the world will see a touch of the lord let 2021 be a year where there is great harvest among the jewish people may the lord send revivalists evangelists teachers pastors apostles prophets to the church that is supposed to be established and planted among jewish brothers and sisters let's pray together father we declare and we release in the name of jesus sons and daughters apostles prophets evangelists teachers Uh, ministers worship leaders songwriters those that will go in the spirit and the power of elijah 
those that will be forerunners to your second coming, Lord, those that will go out there and preach the gospel to the house of Israel, to the 12 tribes of Israel, wherever they are in, whichever part of the world they are in, we pray that you would do a mighty work to reach out to them. And I pray, Father, that you would use many of us that are tuned into today's stream, that you would cause our hearts to burn with a passion for the nation of Israel. Because we know that when they return to you, that when they turn their eyes back to you, you are going to come and you're going to rescue them and you're going to rescue the church and you're going to bless the whole world because of this one nation. So we, we humble ourselves before your plan and before your ways. And we ask you, Lord, to give us the grace to do the right thing in these uh, midnight hour. We give you alone all the praise. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name, we pray. Amen. I hope that you've been blessed on today morning's stream. Uh, it's morning here in India, but I'm sure that many of you are in different time zones. We believe that the Lord is going to continue to strengthen you. This weekend, we need to prepare ourselves to go to the next level. And if you have not yet connected with Dad on Telegram, I would encourage you to download this app and search for Shaiju Matthew and uh, connect with Dad on Telegram so that you can get a prophetic word almost on a daily basis where your spirit can be encouraged and you can go to the next level. Together as a family, we are going greater, deeper and stronger during the year 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.